When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Full of frustration. Full of despair. From years of hurt, disappointment and relegation. Two British football fans have had enough. Canary Bird Elliot Holman and Wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory. Pride. Passion. In search of silverware. And they found... Major League Soccer. I'm back. We're back. MLS UK show returns. Finally. Yes. Do you know when our last podcast was? Go on. The day after the All-Star game. <sighs> so long ago. Was that like the 3rd of August? So maybe? long ago. But I've been over in the States, uh, finally back, ready to smash this. I'm excited. It's been a lot. There's been a lot going on. Yeah. Um... The, well, we've had a break, obviously, you've been away. However, we nearly didn't do a podcast this week because at the radio station we work at, the studio, which is technically the MLS UK show studio. It is our studio. Yeah, so we just happen to do a radio show and then do this show in there as well. Is being redone. It's getting TVs on the walls, lights everywhere. It's going to look really it's cool. It's going to look so sick. So, unfortunately for you... We will be showing more of our faces at some point yeah. on social media. But till then, we're recording in this cupboard. Yeah, so um, you may notice a difference. Uh, don't worry, we will get back to the, the booze for nil-nils, all the, the, the Dave, our mate, who goes, Major League Soccer. Uh, we had a bit of a start, but that's it for this podcast because we can't click on it. I, I, I literally, it's just us and microphones. I have nothing else. So until our new studio is finished, it could be weeks. I'm not being funny. It could take so long. <laughs> um, then it's just us and two microphones. But we can make this work. Yeah. Now, it's a big week in MLS. It's rivalry week. However, it's been a big week for you, hasn't it, Elliot Holman? <sighs> Do you know what? This has been the most bizarre week of my life. I'm just, I'm just going to be honest. Yeah, well, for me, it's been bizarre as well, because I've been here back at base. I've not been on holiday. I've been looking after things. Um, but you in Orlando, well, you you went to Orlando, but you've managed to, to make it famous in your hometown of Norwich, haven't you? <laughs> you appeared in the Norwich Evening News this week. I'm so happy about this. I lived there. I lived in Norwich for, what, 22, 23 years? Never made the paper. Uh, now though, now I've now I flew four thousand miles away to uh, to Orlando. I, I got in the paper because I proposed to my girlfriend whilst I was over in the states, uh, and I'm such a massive star over here in the UK <laughs> that uh, it's made um, page three. Wow! Yeah. Of the Norwich evening. Well, yeah. News. Uh, uh, no, it's nothing to do with the fact it's me. Uh, it's because I used. To propose to my girlfriend, because of the show we do and the stars we get to interview, uh, I got recorded messages from Ed Sheeran and from Pink, my girlfriend's two... Sorry, my fiancé. My fiancé's two favourite artists. Uh, And I showed them to her on a beach, clear water in Florida. Uh, As the sun was going down, she cried a lot. I produced the ring, she cried even more. I said, will you marry me? She cried even more. Don't know if she ever actually said yes. 
Um, but she seems okay. So yeah, she's not said anything since. <laughs> Assume she said yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, a quick Google. If you if you Google um, Ed Sheeran Pink proposal, for example. Uh, you will get links to uh, not just the Norwich Evening News, uh, such a big publication that it is. Uh, Hollywood Life wow. picked it up. Uh, if you're listening in America, all the iHeart radio stations have picked it up. So, like, because they own like 200, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're all they're all on there. Um, th- yeah, it's, it's everywhere. It's in People magazine in America. Crazy. Unbelievable. Uh, well, congratulations. However, I've been doing this podcast talking about Major League Soccer in America for 24 episodes now, <laughs> and I've finally made it over there. I've made it big, made it in all the big, uh, the big publications in the states for something totally different. Well, I'd say if you if you do make it really big in America uh, after this, uh, don't forget about me. However, you are already forgotten about me. I brought this up on the radio show that we do with uh, Gaz, who was covering that two things. You didn't mention me when speaking to the Norwich Evening News. I had to film those. I film all your interviews and then edit them down. I film that and not even a... Oh, and I'd like to say thanks to Henry who uh, who, who helped film it. And I mean, technicalities, it. I filmed the Ed Sheeran one. So. Well, you know, I've I've seen Brian here three or four times since that, uh, that occasion and I've not mentioned anything to her. So. Thanks, mate. Well, let me go on record now because, yeah. um, let's be honest, this podcast uh, probably got more consumers than uh, the Norwich Evening News. That's not even a joke. If you look at our stats and theirs. Bridget uh, uh, Henry, thank you very much uh, for, for for holding a camera for me. Thanks. Thank you. Well, not a problem. It means the world. You know, not all heroes wear capes, do we? Anyway, uh, let's stop talking about really nice stuff. Um, no, this is incredible. Like, something good happens in Orlando. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's just talk about soccer now. Uh, right, well, we normally do uh, on the show five things that you may miss from MLS this week. However, we've not been here for three, maybe four weeks. So I think we should do a five things you may have missed since we've been away and Elliot proposed to his <laughs> girlfriend, which is <laughs> probably... A feature. Yeah, it's, it's a good thing we don't have any, uh, any like... Um, production. Production, yeah, because... I would have uh, had it voiced by Dave. <laughs> Dave lives in LA, by the way. You know the guy who, uh, who says, like, MLS UK show and all that? He lives in, uh, he lives in LA up in uh, the Hollywood Hills because he's absolutely balling, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and and so I, I would have just messaged him and like, can you just record this? Things that have happened in MLS since <laughs> Elliot went away four weeks ago and then got engaged. What a great feature. It would. We, yeah, well, I'd say we'd maybe make a thing of it, but you're literally, we're only going to do that once. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be a thing. Um, so if you enjoy this, then enjoy it and re, you know keep a note of this episode because it's never, literally never going to happen again. No. Uh, right, first Number thing, one. Number one. And we're going to start off with Orlando City. Oh, no. Right. Here's the thing. We're even getting tweets now saying you just talk about Orlando. You, all you do is talk about Orlando. Yeah. It's not even me. I don't bring it up genuinely. Y- you know that I'm right. I don't want to talk about it. No. However, we're not going to go on about Orlando losing again. We need to go on about Wayne Rooney. Oh. He, it, it, in the same way Ibrahimovic went viral with his goal against LAFC, yeah. this went viral as well. His uh, last minute of a game... He tackled game-saving tackle, really, because Orlando would have scored. Mm-hmm. And then, well, I don't know. Yeah, would have attempted <laughs> Any other to team score. Would have scored. Uh, and then, obviously, runs, crosses in, and they score, make it four, uh, sorry, three-two in the the last seconds of the game. I must admit, because this was on in the middle of the night in the UK, I caught up with it when I woke up. Oh, I suffered it live. Yeah. So you in Orlando, tell me about the experience of watching it, because all of our UK fans, obviously, you like us, you will watch it in the middle of the night. Mm. 
You went to the US, you watched Orlando in Orlando. What was it like? It was amazing. It was amazing because I didn't have to stay up. I didn't have to set an alarm. Like, I don't know if people uh, who listen to this podcast over in the States, uh, especially on the West Coast, understand the struggle. Um, On a Saturday morning here in the UK, I present a a breakfast radio show that starts at 6am our time. Now, the other week, the US Open Cup games were still being played whilst I was on there. That's the time difference that we're talking about. So you have to literally stay up, like, all night, basically, to to watch these. Um, and it is a big commitment, but it was lovely, because it was just, like, half seven at night. I just had my dinner and came in from the pool and watched the TV. It was amazing. It was, like, a revolution. I'd, revelation, I'd, even. Well, this is why we think... Um, the, the fo- soccer is getting more popular in the US and Canada, which mm. is great. And I think if you think about it, Saturdays, you you wake up in you know on that side of the world. You wake up, you've got Premier League, so yeah. it kicks, Mate, it's uh, amazing. Yeah, it Premier off, League mornings on NBC. Oh, he's loving it. So the first game kicks off what half twelve, quarter past twelve here in the UK. So yeah. it'd be what quarter past seven in some places. So you've literally got soccer. The last game would be on a... It's probably a bit early on the West Coast, but where I was in Orlando is perfect. You wake up, football's on. So you got soccer all morning until afternoon, and then you've got the MLS games kick off. You've got literally a full day of soccer. It must be brilliant. You get the early kickoff in the Premier League, um, which is on on NBC. And then you get uh, the three o'clock kickoffs in the UK, which are after that. Um, So that's like 10 10 a.m. over there. Uh, and then earlier if you're on the West, obviously. And then after that, you've got... There's always a late kickoff. There's always a 5.30 in the UK, so that's like a midday little treat for you. <laughs> so I was, at this point, uh, watching literally in the pool. I would have my laptop floating on the lilo in the pool, <laughs> watching the football. This is my commitment. Must tan, but must watch soccer. Um, and then as soon as that's finished, you've got match of the day, and then you've got which over in the UK is like the show where they show all the goals from the Premier League. And then you've got MLS. It's incredible. So it's, jealous. It's, it's such a lineup. You know, uh, yeah, we have the Premier League in this country, but, you know, US and Canada, you don't know how good you've got it. <laughs> also, all the comments, all the Premier League games I watched on uh, American TV, I didn't hear a single American person. No. All British. Whenever I get a, a, a dodgy stream that I'm not meant to watch uh, and it is of NBC it's like Robbie Earl is it mm. Ro- yeah, yeah. Robbie the Mustang. two Robbies yeah yeah um, Lee Dixon as well does yeah. stuff yeah so it is strange isn't it But why are we wasting our time here why are we st- stood in a cupboard waiting for our studio to be renovated the guys are in there now one of them's just crossing his art he's the useless one has he just picked his nose <laughs> <laughs> anyway get on with it uh, I really hope they can't hear us <laughs> how awkward Get on with it. We've got a podcast to record. Um, why are we wasting our time here? All the British people are over in the States watching Premier League and then working on MLS as well. What are we doing? Yeah. Why have we not moved? Right. Well, oh, all right, then let's just move. Let's Get, just pack our bags and go. Well, not being funny, but we could move into my dad's place. We just need green cards. Someone hit me up. Get us a green card. Thanks. <laughs> uh, right. We yeah, digress. If, yeah, we digress. If that can happen, brilliant. Uh, let's move on. Green cards, but, please. <laughs> uh, Rooney's goal, uh, sorry, Rooney's assist and Rooney's goals for DC has all been all part of their resurgence. This is number two on the things we've missed. DC United are looking strong playoff hopefuls now. They've got a load of home games to play. And we were right. 
all, after all this time, Wayne Rooney, were some of the DC fans were saying, do we need him and whatever. I've been waiting for this moment. You did a passionate speech saying that how, yes, they do need him, he's going to be great, and you've been right. I still, now, I look back, as my, I watched that game, and that was obviously bittersweet for me, because I was like, I told you. It had to be against Orlando, obviously, but I was like, I told you. I knew this was going to happen, and I was so smug, and I was almost going to repost the the speech that i did i was always going to repost it and so i was like nah i'll let you do it i don't want to be the one to do it but like <laughs> but in all seriousness i never i still don't understand to this day why getting wayne rooney was never seen as a as a good thing that is what is exactly what i said is it's that moment when you need somebody he will step up he will grab the game he will die for his club no matter who it is he wants to win he's a winner and that's exactly what i said and that's exactly what we saw uh and I even touched on his passing ability. I mean, he just demonstrated everything that I'd said in 10 seconds uh, against my own team. So, excellent. Thanks, Wayne. Kind of. Uh, well, DC, uh, as we speak, six points off Montreal in sixth place, but they've got like four games in hand. Uh, you've got to say that they are one of the favourites now to break into it. Oh, definitely. And and the, the home advantage. Audi Field looks great, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, home advantage... Big players, big boost from Wayne, big results come in. Orlando aren't in the picture, so I can just look back at it. Now I can look on and just be like, go on, lads, because what a story. You look at the, we've not allowed to look at the standings, obviously, because we've not been doing podcasts. Uh, but to look at the bottom of the East, you've got Chicago, who are just on a, what is it, eight? They, they're they're going to challenge Orlando for a losing <laughs> run. And then Orlando, second bottom. So uh, Toronto have moved up a bit as well. DC making strides. You look going to the West, there's only one team that has is, is impressed, really, since we've been away, and that's Seattle Sounders. Yeah. Like they've beat they're, some of their wins against Dallas, LA Galaxy. They've absolutely smashing it, and now they're two points off uh, Portland, <laughs> ironically, in um, the Western Conference to get into the playoffs. It's that's crazy, and and that is why that is why we love MLS. That's exactly the reason, in a nutshell, why we love MLS. I went away on holiday for two weeks. All of a sudden, Seattle and DC are on a charge, and yeah. and that is exactly why. We love this. Last season, the Premier League was won in like February, March by Man City, let's be honest. Yeah. Great, greatest league in the world? Yes. Is it as exciting? Mm. Yeah, you could argue as well. You look at La Liga, uh, it's similar. Serie the French League, all these leagues, the German League. Yeah, they, they all won. Uh, Italy wasn't last year, but mainly they won weeks in advance. Mm. Like, look at this. Like, Seattle. Uh, and this always happens every year, and we questioned it. We did question it earlier on in the season. We had a Seattle fan on, and he was like, oh, I'm a bit worried now, but we will pick up points. And you kind of think, oh, yeah, right, whatever. Seattle, yeah, you've got, you've done it the last few years. We're doing it again. And if Seattle make the MLS Cup final, then Seattle might as well just not turn up for the first 10 weeks of the season <laughs> next year. Because that's all we do. Yeah. Uh, right, what else has happened... Joseph Martinez, got to uh, mention this. Mate, right. Let me take this one. Okay. Because we'll get on to the whole rivalry week thing, but Atlanta fans, what a player you have. I know this isn't breaking news. <laughs> we saw it last year, but he was um, not inconsistent, but with injuries, I felt I felt bad for him because actually he was 
on an incredible run of form, had a few injuries, which, let's be honest, stopped him breaking the record, which he's about to break yeah. this season. Um, he's, he's, he's got the composure. He's got the confidence. The goal he scored against Columbus the other day, I love. I love it for so many reasons. Um, it's classic Atlanta. They break up the play in midfield. They play it forward straight away. It's that direct play that's just Atlanta TM. Trademark yeah. Atlanta. Uh, he shapes to go one way, turns inside, other foot, bang. It, like The guy is just on fire. And do you know what? The biggest tragedy in all this is that he's going to have to leave Atlanta. Yeah. There's this huge love affair. Even I'm see- I'm, I'm looking at this like, it's going to be weird seeing him somewhere else. I, I I don't want to. I'm not gloating about it. I think it's really sad because MLS needs players like him and Mickey and um, Alfonso Davis, who who we're losing as well. Look at me, the royal we, because my team were awful. <laughs> we as as uh, as a MLS community are yeah. losing these players. Unfortunately, Orlando are keeping most of them. Yes, understandably. Uh, and and so the only tragedy in this is that a Atlanta are going to lose him, and b the teams that. In the Premier League, that are being talked about for me, not big enough. No, uh, real, real uh, tragedy. Fulham, Crystal Palace. No disrespect to those teams; they're both better than Norwich and Bolton put together. Uh, <laughs> but i I want to see I want to see players like Martinez at clubs like Everton. I want to see them challenging for UEFA League, yeah, um, UEFA Cup. I want to see them playing in the Champions League. He's that good. He's good enough. So yeah. is, so is Miggy. We've not seen it as much this year. I think it's unfair to criticise Miggy this year, but we've not seen... I don't think we've seen that partnership as much as last year. Is that fair to say? Yeah, but I think we know what Miggy can do, yeah. and he, Miggy set, set his standards so high that when he does sort of... He's not... I, I would I would say, yeah, he's probably putting in 7 out of 10s instead of 9 out of 10s for most matches this season. However... With Martinez in the form that he's mm. been in, Miggy hasn't really needed as much yeah. to do that. And the Atlanta, they've had Barco or Villalba who have been putting in strong performances as well. So he doesn't, the pressure's off him a bit. And uh, But yeah, Martinez is just, the, the guy's got 20, he's equaled the uh, scoring record for a season at 27 goals and there's still nine games left. I just want to mention the GIF. I've had this GIF made for us to post on uh, at MLS UK show if you don't follow us get involved yeah Twitter we're back now Instagram Facebook um, I made this gif to celebrate Martinez I don't want to big up the gif it's quite a good gif to be fair you've seen it it's, it's pretty good like it's, right, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's you know it's alright um, I've been trying to use it for about three weeks because <laughs> yeah. I'm like he's going to score about five in a game and he's just going to get it and that's going to be and then he equaled the record the other day and I was at NASA and I was like frantically trying to, this is like barely any signal there, I was frantically like trying to update during the Columbus game and I saw that you posted that he'd equaled it and I was like, here we go, there's there's time, there's still time and it never came. I just want to use the GIF, I don't care about the record. Well, do you know what? Look out for the GIF, guys. We all know what he's doing, he's waiting. He's waiting for this weekend when it's Orlando v Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing. I'm, I'm. By the way, I'm more than at peace with the fact that it's going to happen this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't even think you're going to wind me up on that because I know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I am well aware of the situation. <laughs> uh, well, uh, you know, the guy. Yeah, there's there's nothing we can say about him. And what impressed me the most, which we'll, we're going to have a chat about this weekend, last weekend's matches in a moment, but uh, his assist to Armouron. I think it just shows when the guy is like he's one goal away from breaking a record and. 
there, we all know there are some soccer players in the world, Cristiano Ronaldo, who probably would have took that on and tried to score. He lays it off to Almiron. Almiron puts it in from 20-odd yards. It shows that he's a team player as well. He may not have a smile on his face all the time, but... You know, he's a team player and does it for, for Atlanta. And Atlanta are going to miss him. That's why, obviously, I hope Atlanta win the MLS Cup, but I really hope they win it because, let's face it, a few of their players probably going to go to Europe in close season. So we may it may take Atlanta a few years to, to get back up there. Yeah, and there's going to be a huge sum of money involved in selling Martinez, maybe Almiron, uh, potentially some of the other players. This is the the price you pay for having an incredible season, I guess. Um, that amount of money's got to be reinvested really, really smartly next season. Yeah, well, uh, let's move on, because I don't want to think about Atlanta dropping. Let's think about them, that they're probably going to win the MLS Cup. Big news, while we've been away, La Liga. This is... I want to get your opinion on this, because mm. La Liga have announced that they're going to be having a round of fixtures. Uh, well, it's a round of fixtures, yeah. right? In uh, in the US, the captains of every team in La Liga has gone and rep- uh, met La Liga representatives today, actually, to complain. What's your opinion on this? This comes off the back of a podcast we did, well, episode... Was it episode 23? Yeah. Where we <laughs> said that the All-Star game or some MLS games should come to Wembley, to the UK, because I don't feel MLS... I feel quite strongly about this. MLS don't market strongly enough over here. Like, that's that's a fact. You can't argue with it. Um, there's a lot more that could be done by MLS over here in the UK. And we said what a great thing it would be to play the All-Star game at Wembley or maybe play a round of games over here in the UK. Um, the, the timings would work pretty well whilst uh, English teams are in pre-season all of a sudden La Liga go do you know what we're going to do we're going to uh, take some games over to the States now I like this idea uh, La Liga is in a weird place for me like Sky Sports have stopped showing it here in the UK so it's kind of like oh, is it like obviously it's big in Spain but these days that's not enough you need to be big mm. globally uh, so this is important but I feel like they need to kind of make the US and Canada just just one part of a tour if you're going to do it I think you need to go around the world um, or you need to send different teams to different parts of the world or something they've had a lot longer to think about it than we have but I think just going to the States can look a bit desperate I think it's like where's the most people in the world oh yeah they speak like they'll understand let's just yeah I I mean I don't know in terms of fan bases, I know that obviously um, Manchester United and Liverpool are popular in the US. I know Celtic are mm. in the the Irish, like Boston and New York and stuff. Maybe in the sort of Latin, like maybe that, you know Miami. And I know I've talked about Miami. That would be great for Real Madrid, Barcelona. Maybe there's more fans there. But that is the thing. You've got Real Madrid, Barcelona. If they're taking a round of fixtures there, I'm sorry, but I don't. I don't Sporting Hihon versus Girona is not gonna. <laughs> it, you're not gonna get a full house for that. You, you probably won't get a full house for that in Spain. So I think they'd have to because they talked about the. You, you wouldn't fill the Maryland soccerplex. He <laughs> wouldn't. No, there'd be one man with his dog watching. But they talked about this. One man and his dog. <laughs> <laughs> Went to watch Hee-Hon. <laughs> uh, well, he talked about this in the, the Premier League a few years ago, having this 39th game, and it just got panned everywhere, was was saying it, how it wasn't great and stuff. I don't know. I, I, I Yeah, I think 
I'll be honest with you, La Liga, La Liga would, would be the guinea pig for this. I think with other leagues in the world, like especially the Premier League, they'll keep their eye on it, but not say anything until it becomes a success. It's weird, isn't it? Because the Premier League is so successful, they they really don't do any cool stuff that MLS do over in the States. They don't need to. No. Um, anything that MLS does in the States, the Premier League doesn't do here. They, they don't need to market. They don't really do anything. They don't put any effort in. They just have all these amazing players and teams and and that's it uh i don't know whether the premier league ever really needs to do this with its global audience i've seen i've just seen that like going over to the states like the the level that they're at it would be cool and i think it would be great for american fans and canadian fans to be able to do that but at the end of the day i think it's also one of those things that's like do, do we really need to yeah, La Liga needs to a lot more, and MLS needs to be over here, one hundred percent. Not just saying that because we are MLS UK. Look, we are the other country that speaks the same language. Yeah, we pretty much invented this thing, <laughs> and MLS. There's so much scope. It's attractive. It's a, it's an attractive. If you, everyone knows Galaxy over here because yeah. they because of David Beckham, etc. Miami, for example, if he's going to start this Miami team. There'll be huge interest over here, massive interest. Atlanta, I see more and more with Wayne Rooney, with Zlatan, with Atlanta being so successful and, and the players being linked. It's growing. This is the time. Now is the time. Get over here and play some MLS. Yeah, I think it would just work for... I don't think it would work for a round of fixtures, maybe just one like NFL do. Mm. Um, but you're right, I think if it Even was... Even introduce an extra cup or something. Yeah, if it was... I think there's only certain teams. I, I think you've got to look at... At the moment, it would have to be LA Galaxy versus DC United over here. Mm. Maybe Miami when they come into it. But if that match was over here, I don't think it would be at Wembley. You could have it maybe at Old Trafford mm. or you could have it at, um, I don't know, a, a ground that is, is smaller but still quite big. I don't know, like Villa Park or something mm. in Birmingham. But... Um, I think it would work, and I think it would open it up to that audience. And let's face it, if the people in this country who don't watch it like we do assume it's some retirement league, like with Wayne, the Wayne Rooney thing went viral against mm. Orlando. The comments I saw here was, because obviously living in Manchester, I, get, I follow a lot of Man United and City fans who are mates and stuff, and they were retweeting stuff where it's like, quote, retweet, it's like, huh, Wayne Rooney does this in a pub league but never did it for Everton. It's like, well, no, it's not a pub league, but do you know, like, that's the impression it is. Yeah. So bringing it over, playing on the fact that it's this all-star league, I think it would work and it would get more fans. And I actually, this is the one bit of news, actual news, like actual news news, not sports news, or you proposing to your girlfriend. <laughs> Great bit of news, that. That I saw. Underrated bit of news. <laughs> that I saw this week was apparently we did a, um, they did a, a, a poll in this country and it was like something really low, like 8% now work the, the usual 9 to 5 shift. So... Uh, you know, people may work eight till six or eight till four, whatever. But only what eight... have you been reading? How boring! Uh, well, it must have been a, sn- a slow news day. That's why you got in the paper. Um, but I was listening. It was on the radio. Hollywood like... Life, by the way. <laughs> Check it out. It's only, Google me. It's only eight percent, and that indicates that a lot of people are working scattered hours, and they're working maybe like we do. We finish work at ten p.m. So if you open MLS up, bring over a match, they'll go, oh, I'll watch, that was good, that, I'll watch that. Is it on Sky? You know, when's it on? Mm. The New York Derby's on at 
12 o'clock or 1am or whatever it's on, they're like, oh, well, I'm still up after work. I'll watch that. Yeah. It'll just, that's what I think. So, yeah. That's how be- I stumbled across it. Like, I, I went to... Uh, I went to watch Orlando when I was on holiday and then realised that actually I can watch these games because we don't work conventional hours. Yeah. Uh, well, there we go. There's five things that we have missed because we've not been here because Elliot's been proposing to his girlfriend. I can't remember what the feature is. What a catchy feature. <laughs> yeah, it's so catchy I forgot the actual name. Now, we're going to move on to the matches that happened last weekend. But normally to break this up, we will play some of our production. We don't have the production. So we're going to have to voice it ourselves. So, do you want to do the first one, or should I? I've got this, ready? Okay. Previously, in MLS. Okay, now I'm going to start as if it's that's just completely normal. Okay. Right, let's start with the first game uh, last weekend, and Seattle Sounders, we've already discussed how they're smashing it, and they smashed LA Galaxy 5-0. 5-0. Shout out to Michelle who uh, flew to Seattle, listens to MLS UK show, uh, works for MLS Female. She flew to Seattle. Uh, away, away days are a big task in MLS, as we know. And they lost 5-0. So um, shout out to Michelle. Our hearts are with you. Yeah. Our thoughts are with you. And our prayers are with you at this difficult time. I know how it feels. Well, like we've all got stories in the UK of, oh, I went to watch... I went to watch Bolton play Wolves last year. And we oh, lost... how was that hour drive for you? <laughs> yeah, we lost 5-1. Um, but it was it was actually a uh, it was actually a two hour drive. I'll have you know. So uh, what I'm going to do? I'm just on Google Maps here. I'm just going to put in Seattle direction. Oh, yeah, directions. Los Angeles, right? Do you want me to sing or something to fill the? No, it's surprisingly Wi-Fi in this new studio is better than our actual one. Or in this cupboard. <laughs> yeah, it's a 17 hour drive. Oh, no, 21-hour drive. Depends which route you take. You'd probably go with a 17-hour one. <laughs> it's I've a... never seen it grew 21 hours. <laughs> so, Michelle, I thought I had it bad watching Bolton lose 5-1 to Wolves. She had a trip that was nine times... Well, she flew, to be fair. Well, it's... Yeah, but let's... let's she got a window seat without paying extra. Wow, OK, you know a lot about it. I've had a lot of Twitter scrolling. Um, all right, let's have a look. Flight... Still, it takes two. It takes, yeah, about two and a half. And you've got hours. to be there early, and you've got to leave your car, and you've got to go through security, and then you've got to get. But yeah, yeah, fair play. So uh, we can't. I can't complain ever again. I mean, I've been to watch Bolton lose five nil at Wembley, and that was a four. hour I mean, technically, journey. I just flew ten hours to Orlando. And they didn't even play at home, watch the away game, and they lost. But whatever. <laughs> Um, yeah, Seattle smashing it, smashed LA Galaxy. LA Galaxy seemed to, we always say that their defence is suspect. LA Galaxy will score more than their opposition mm. most times. Um, but yeah, they, they just had a nightmare, uh, which I think uh, Carrasco's own goal. That basically... He's contaminated. He's from Orlando, that's why. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's summed up their performance. Uh, moving into Sunday morning, uh, I was really impressed. Philadelphia Union, this was on Sky Sports, although I, I actually watched the Red Bulls game, uh, but Philadelphia beat New York City 2-0. Mm. Big win, this. It was a big win, and there's a few of these creeping up now. We've talked about DC and Seattle. There's always these results in MLS, and it never, there's never a week without one of these results where you're like, wow. Yeah. That's surprising. Uh, speaking of Red Bulls, they drew 2-2 away at Vancouver. Right? This is a really good game, this. Uh, Red Bulls led twice. But uh, Waston scored two goals. 
brought them back into it. Uh, Montreal Impact, 2-1 against Chicago Fire. Chicago Fire, as we've said, are going on an Orlando-style mm. losing run, um, and they were a minute away from I stopping I think the that. record is nine, nine straight defeats. Well, Chicago uh, were close to stopping that. They were a minute away, but Lovett scored in the last minute for Montreal Impact, who another team who, after a poor start, have, have pulled it out of the bag, and they're now, you'd say, they would probably get in the playoffs. They've, it's been one of the most impressive turnarounds we've seen. This is how ridiculous this league is. We're talking about ridiculous turnarounds, and you've got Toronto, DC, yeah. Seattle, and of course Montreal. Uh, Montreal, for me, deserved the most credit because they looked hopeless. They actually looked hopeless. Um, they weren't in a good place. We didn't believe, well, I certainly didn't believe that Remy Gard was, was the man to turn it around even at this level, um, and it's proved me wrong, so fair play. Um, so after the Red Bulls game, I watched the first half of SKC versus Portland Timbers. I was really impressed with SKC. They're back, however, Portland, they're having a bit of a shaky period after their uh, unbeaten run. This is the thing, right, so start of the season, it was a little bit all over the place, then once Providence Park was done, finished, sorted, whatever they were doing, um, the, the incredible run began, and now it's kind of a real blessing that they had that run it's kind of like Orlando because what sort of state would we be in if we didn't have ours exactly yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah I think both sides will probably make the playoffs it's good to see that SKC are back scoring goals they deserve to both sides deserve to yeah uh, Portland will probably uh, shake themselves out of it uh, big weekend this weekend from them uh, right moving on uh, swiftly through the rest of the games uh, Houston v RSL the team who are great at home versus the team who can't really win away naturally RSL won at Houston 2-1 <laughs> everyone would have predicted that right uh, Rusnak with two goals in the in injury time same birthday as me did I ever tell you that you did mention that once or twice, yeah. yeah. By the way, did you see his halftime interview? Yeah, he was not happy, was he? He properly took the game and just went, right, we're not losing this. I know, which, is, which you want to see, uh, especially when you star player, you really want to see mm. him do that. Uh, SJE, San Jose, uh, 1-1 against Toronto. Wando scored again. He's only a few goals off the record. Wando watch. I think he's four, maybe. Yeah, four off equal in it, I think. Three off equal in it. Um, I think Josephs is more of a priority. Yeah, uh, Wando will. I think he'll still he'll still pass that this season. But Do you think? Yeah, uh, he don't normally score one a game. He normally scores two a game. So he's got two more games yeah. to do it. In. Uh, Toronto will probably be disappointed, but after winning the Canadian Championship Cup in the week, I'm sure they're 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 looking at that as a as a, a positive, a positive something yeah. to build on. Um, FC Dallas 2, Minnesota nil. This seemed to, it was due to kick off about 1 o'clock, I think. I think it kicked off in the end at 3 o'clock. It was a big weather yeah. delay. Uh, but FC Dallas won 2 nil, which you'd expect. Another example of what it's like staying up, trying to watch. Yeah. Uh, so that would have been, it's probably ended up kicking off about 9am our time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weather delays are not our friends in the UK. And we don't tend to have them. We just postpone the games so yeah. we don't get them as much. Uh, and then moving on to... There were a few games on Sunday evening, slash Monday morning. Atlanta, of course, won against Columbus Crew, 3-1. Um, Zardes' goal were great, wasn't it? Really good finish. Everyone's talking about Martinez, quite rightly, but um, great goal from Zardes. Yeah, I think he's on... Uh, he's scored a lot of goals. He's... he's if, 
If you take Martinez out of the equation, yeah. Sardes would be going for Golden Boot. Uh, DC United 2, New England Revolution 0. Rooney again on farm. Acosta, Ariola, Assad, all the A's and Rooney. The, um, they're getting a quite... Their forward line is looking great. They've brought Hamid back as well, the mm. goalkeeper. So things are looking a lot rosier for DC. Um, and then finally, it was LA 2, LAFC 2. Colorado Rapids 0. Yeah, I kind of I I have to confess to loving watching LAFC. I I really I they've got everything so right, just like Atlanta did. They've got everything so right. The yeah, you never get a boring game watching them, um, and their their front line is is as good as any of maybe apart from Atlanta. But front well, depth wise, unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable! I I don't know how they've persuaded all those players to go there, knowing that they can't all play. Exactly, and something that did happen while we were away, but we haven't mentioned yet, Ramirez, who arguably you'd say maybe apart from Quintero, Minnesota's best mm. player. Yeah, yeah. Ramirez has gone to LAFC, and you look at it and think, like, come on, where's he going to fit in? His debut the other yeah. week, he scores two, they win two now. Um, it's kind of worked. Every player they've signed, it's worked for them. Yeah, whether whether it's um, been Ramirez who's come huh you're literally getting a call I'm getting a call from Atlanta Georgia uh, it's probably the Atlanta Times or whatever probably wanting to talk to me about Ed Sheeran um, yeah LA FC uh, really they, they're one of the most enjoyable teams to watch and their inaugural season it'll be funny to see how they do next season because I can, I can see them mirroring Atlanta, especially if Atlanta lose a few of the players mm. and drop off a bit. So there we go. That was our first look back. We don't have any predictions, obviously, because we didn't do a podcast. Uh, even though this, let's. I think the next ten, uh, what be more than that? Say fifteen, sixteen weeks of us doing podcast this season. You need to up your game on the predictions because you are know, losing ten I know, two. I know. I know. Um, I'm going to get back on it. Right. I'll let's move on from that. You can make it up in the next few weeks. Like we need to talk about rivalry week. One of the biggest weeks in MLS. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. However, you've got something to say on this. <laughs> now, before you do, it's my turn to do the production. Of course, we're we're not in our usual studio, so we don't have any of our production. So, MLS UK show with Elliot Holman and Henry Hewitt. I'll just pick up as if that's normal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, rivalry week. I had to, put, <laughs> I had to put something on Twitter because, mate, I'll be honest with you. You're an Atlanta fan. I, you'll back me up. We have a bit of banter on the podcast, and this has been a this has been a running thing. I don't know if it's because I keep mentioning it that it keeps coming or or what it is, but I just I seem to get w- without saying anything. I get so much abuse from Atlanta fans. Now banter I can take some of it though, a little bit too far they're very angry they're very angry all the time for a team that's having a great season um so i did post on uh i did post on twitter yesterday just explaining that rivalries over here are your man united man cities it's been going on for Mm. years um my my rivalry norwich my team norwich city versus uh ipswich town it's been brewing for over 100 years that that's a rivalry like the fans get in the stadium and literally it's kicking off. The atmosphere is like nothing you've ever seen. Like the desire to beat your rivals over here is just 
Yeah. Second to none. It's it's hundreds of years worth of of rivalry. MLS just decided that Atlanta should be rivals with Orlando. I'm sorry, I just I don't buy it. It's nothing to do with. It, we're not as good as Atlanta. I'm just saying. I'll say that now. We Orlando are nowhere near. Like we've never beaten Atlanta. We we won't beat them this weekend. It's nothing to do with that. I'm not chickening out or anything like that. It's just the fact that it's so far away. <laughs> like Atlanta have got closer teams. Even if you look at Nashville, for example, Nashville are coming in. Go and worry about them. <laughs> They're like half the distance that Orlando is. Orlando have got David Beckham, one of the world's biggest soccer icons, turning up on their doorstep in Miami, setting up a team. That's that's what we need to worry about. Like Atlanta are a great team, and I've got a lot of respect for them. I don't. It's just not a rival. I'm sorry, it's not a rivalry. No, I MLS th- decided it should be, and then some of the fans have taken it on, and there's a bit of bad blood. That's that's where we're at. I agree. First of all, the Miami Orlando thing. If uh, we posted on social media, the uh, there was a trademark mm. for a Miami Football Club badge. Um, we don't know whether this is actually a badge, but it looks like they're maybe playing pink, pink v purple for Miami v Orlando would be one of the most <laughs> colourful games. Uh, so that'd be nice to see. However. I agree with you, but I think you've got to remember with MLS, it is still an emerging league. I think sometimes it's unfair to uh, to compare it to what's happening in England and other leagues because, yeah, you've got 100 years of, like, my team Bolton, I think it was 1877 they were formed, so mm. they've had 100, nearly 150 years of um, of all this. Losing. Yeah, losing. <laughs> but you uh, you get rivalries like our rivalries with uh, Blackburn and Wigan and Man United, even though that's sort of, we've gone our separate ways a bit. Um, but I, no, I get that. I, t- I totally agree with that. But what I'm saying is there's rivalries in MLS that have got their place. Yeah. New, New York, whether it's Cascadia, LA, there's some huge rivalries. At Texas, there's there's big rivalries and just because they're new doesn't mean that they aren't rivalries i'm just saying that mls tried to make orlando and new york rivals and then atlanta turned up and they tried to make orlando atlanta rival like just give it a rest just just it's not a rivalry to stop yeah i agree but i also think that the league is trying to is trying to make a footprint on a, a sport that is worldwide uh, watch worldwide, and it's trying to have that. It's trying to sell itself, and I think if he can sell itself on a diet, oh, we've got rivalries too. We've got everything that's in other leagues. We've got this rivalry week where we specifically choose games that are played in that week. Then, and as we know, MLS has a huge say on what the clubs put out on social media, so they will sort of say, "Listen, just throw some eyes emojis at something Atlanta have done or something." So I I agree. I, as an Atlanta fan, I mean it's great for us as an Orlando fan and an Atlanta fan. It's mm. great to sell our podcast. But Atlanta, I'm sure if you look in ten years' time, Atlanta and Orlando will kind of be a grudge match still. But they would go their separate ways, and Atlanta will concentrate on I don't know maybe someone who another team who's at top of the league, and Orlando will stick with teams at the bottom. Um, I, yeah, my point with my point with my tweet, and you can see it if you follow me at Elliot Holman, um, was that I, I'm not as invested in it. I love MLS. My point is, you can tweet me all you like. I d- I'm not. I don't care. Like no. I'm not. It, it's not a Norwich Ipswich for me. It's not. It's not a Man United Man City for me. If it's Miami, that's what I'm gearing up for. That's going to be a huge interstate rivalry. Yeah. Um, I, like what I'm, what I'm trying to say is, Atlanta are great. They're incredible. They're 
breaking record after record after record. Joseph's about to about to break the um, season scoring record. They're amazing to watch. I genuinely enjoy watching them more than any other team in the league. Them and LAFC. This is an, an Orlando fan saying it because I don't believe in this rivalry and just stop tweeting me abuse because I don't care. Like I, I genuinely don't care. Yeah, well, I think what we've got to remember is that soccer rivalry, whichever country you're in and whichever team you support, obviously there's differences like Celtic Rangers gets a bit religious and stuff, but the majority of football rivalries are pantomime. Mm. So, like, yeah, you want the team to lose, but you wouldn't, like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't really tweet someone abuse. You'd just think, oh, I'd rather that team lose. Like, I come from Manchester, so it's Man United and City or Man United and Liverpool. I love people from Liverpool. I don't have a problem with them. And, you know, it, that, so that sort when you take that mm. away, it's like we just, when it gets a bit bitter and people are tweeting each other abuse and stuff, that's when it's out of order. But I think... See, when I get um, ones like, where is it? Uh, this is from an Atlanta fan, but you can feel really proud. Um, shut your mouth, you... Like... Yeah. What you, I've not even said anything, and B, I don't care. No. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I think the rivalries in MLS, uh, the, the stuff with the actual clubs itself, I think the way they talk to each other on, on Twitter is... I, I love it, I love it. I think mm. it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, it doesn't happen in, in England, it doesn't happen in other countries because there's that stiff upper lip or is that traditionalist or it's always a bit cringy. In MLS it works really well. I really like when clubs are talking to each other on threads and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, when New York City lose, if Red Bulls will post that eyes emoji. I think it's hilarious mm. and it's great. That's the rivalry of My favourite thing was when New York couldn't play at Yankee Stadium and Red Bulls just tweeted a picture of their soccer-specific stadium. Yeah. <laughs> it's just good bands. Yeah, and that's all it is. Banter. And obviously with, with our intense rivalry of New York, uh, yeah, it really made me... Uh, <laughs> Uh, but that's it's banter. But at the same time, if, if listen, I, I understand as an Atlanta fan. If anyone wants to tweet me, if Orlando beat Atlanta, I know because uh, Orlando UK and Orlando all these Orlando fans who follow you, they sometimes follow me as well. If they you want to tweet me, taking the the Mickey, taking the. Uh, I'm not going to swear on this podcast, but uh, the miss. <laughs> um, you can do, and I will take it because I've been giving a lot out, especially against Orlando because mm. we've not lost to him. But um, yeah, I think when it starts getting bitter, and whereas stuff, I'm just kind of here, like we're terrible, and like yeah. we make a joke out of it. Like I'm not there, like going, oh, Atlanta are awful, like Orlando, but like I don't understand why I'm. Yeah, well, the thing is, we're doing this podcast as a we're doing it. And we're two lads just having a laugh who want to ch- talk about soccer and, in particular, MLS. You know, I, you're not... I, I've been lucky because... Probably because Atlanta have been winning, but I've not received any abuse, really. You have. You're not... But doing, I don't think you would from... There's very few... Yeah, but it's even, even club teams... Even supporters of other teams of, of... I get the odd, you know, sort of jokey thing, but that's about it. Like the Houston game first, yeah, first week of the season. God, don't remind <laughs> me. Um... Yeah, so, I mean, we don't do it for stuff like, like you know, I, I'm an Atlanta fan, but I don't want to see your mentions be filled with idiots. So, yeah, Rivalry Week is great. And let's sort of talk about how great it is for the sport and stuff like that. But just rounding that off, you, Elliot don't do that for rubbish like that. You don't, you don't want to wake up on Sunday morning and just have loads of stuff in your, you know, in your mentions on Twitter of sending you abuse. 
I'll I'll accept the get-ins. I can take banter. I get a load of Lance fans saying get in, and it's funny, because I've made that rod for me, but I accept that. But, yeah, yeah, don't... Yeah. Yeah. Don't call me female body parts. Thanks. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Right. So, rivalry week. Uh, I must admit, the whole rivalry week with MLS, I absolutely love it. I think it's great. It wouldn't work in any other league, because you're having to choose fixtures. Yeah, yeah. I think for MLS, it's perfect. It's a great selling point. And some of the matches as well, which we're going to run through and do our predictions very, uh, very shortly. But, I mean, you've got the LA Derby. You've got Houston-Dallas. Houston v Dallas. Um, you know, you've got the New York game, New York derby on uh, Thursday morning, um, which by the time this podcast goes out, it probably would have been played. Montreal versus Toronto, Colorado RSL, uh, you know, you Portland v Seattle. You've got all these games, even Red Bulls v San DC. Jose versus Vancouver. Yeah, <laughs> What's that about? Just sort of skim past that one. Uh, even new uh, Red Bulls v DC has got some. My, bite my geography's about it. not great, but what's that all about? I think that's the the best of the rest, <laughs> meaning the only ones in the rest. Uh, SKC Minnesota as well, but yeah, I think it's great. I know it's great that Heine can get behind it as well in in some aspects and. It will build, and I think I, the rivalry games in 10 years will be slightly different. But I just think it's terrific, and I'm going to enjoy so much. It's a bank holiday weekend here in mm. the here in England. I've got a whole weekend off. Yeah. Buzzing uh, for it. Um, I, funnily enough, randomly, I'm going to watch Man United on Monday night against Tottenham. My mate's got a spare oh, ticket. Trafford. Yeah. Nice. I, he, I took him to watch Bolton once. There's people he, listening to this that will kill... Like, they were yeah. literally killed to go, and you're just casually... But it's the same with people who just casually go to MLS games. Yeah. I see people who are like, oh, I just went along to Orlando, it's all right. I'm like, <laughs> I went there for two weeks and they didn't even play. Yeah, I went. To, I took my mate Jordan to watch Bolton a few years ago, and he rang me the other day. He went, I want to return the favour because he's a big United fan. Um, and he said, I've got a spare ticket for United v Tottenham on the Monday night. Do you want to go? And I was like, yeah, all right. I mean... Yeah, it'd be boring watching United, but Tottenham are a good team. Yeah. Uh, Before Harry Kane moved to United, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I'll be at Old Trafford uh, a week. Uh, oh, sorry, on Monday. I actually live, as you know, I live. Mm. I can see Old Trafford from the end of my road. So, even though I don't support them, um, so it'd be good to to have walk down and, and watch some Premier League football, which I've not been used to in recent years. Proof uh, that they don't actually play in Manchester. Yeah, they play in Salford. Um, so, yeah, so Monday, uh, the Monday games, uh, depending on how tired, bored with how Man United play, I uh, um, I might actually... I, don't, I, may, I might not watch the Monday games because I want to get some sleep. I'll but. be honest, I'm not going to watch Portland-Seattle at 2.30am <laughs> because I'm doing a breakfast show on Monday morning because it's bank holiday, so I'm on breakfast. So that will probably finish about 20 minutes before I get up. Wow. And that's without a weather delay. <laughs> uh, so, um, so yeah, so the Monday games, I'll be in in bed ready to watch Man United Tottenham and you're doing a breakfast show. But we will cover them next week on the MLS UK show. Uh, right, let's talk predictions. Let's round off this podcast. It's nice to be back, but we need to get back on the predictions. You need to do. Okay, go on. I need to do better. We're, let's rattle through these because I do better when we just when we just smash them out. Okay. Well, before we do, you need to do some production, my friend. This week in MLS, 
Uh, should we do the New York Derby? Should we predict that, even though that would have happened by the time this podcast goes out? <laughs> OK, I'm going 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. Two, two. I think New York City at home to Red Bulls, apart from the 3-2 the other year, they have tended to be boring games. I'm going 1-0 okay. New York City again. Friday. Yes, there's a Friday match. I know. There's two. Brilliant. I've missed Friday. Uh, are, these a, are these Friday morning? The Mate, uh, rivalry week's on. Yes, there's uh, a few old games in uh, like throughout the days. So this is Friday morning here in the UK. So Thursday night, brilliant. Yeah. Chicago Fire versus Columbus Crew. Columbus one nil. Oh, come on! Chicago. You're not going a home win. Come on, Chicago. No, two one Chicago. No. come on! You've got to win at some point. I'm, I'm rooting for not you. Not having that. Uh, two a.m. on Friday morning. Houston Dynamo versus FC Dallas. Dallas don't lose. Houston don't. Lose at home very much anymore. Uh, I'm going to go Dallas 2-1. Oh, I'm going goals in this game, and I think it'd be 3-3. I'm saving my goals for the next game. (laughs) So, Saturday morning, 1am, Orlando City versus Atlanta United. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, Put it this way. Will Martinez break the record? Do you remember the last time we played? We were... Orlando were, like, on their run... And yeah. I was like, oh, it'll probably come to an end. Now I'm just like, oh my God, I don't think we've won since. No, because, yeah, we we stopped your record. And then I claimed in the last game, because we played at uh, Mercedes-Benz, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I claimed that you're losing one run would end to cover my losses. Uh, I lost that prediction because that You've got to go bold here. You can't do all this, like, self-preservation stuff. You've got to go bold. 3-2 Atlanta. You Martinez. think we'll score twice? You're having a laugh. <laughs> Martinez will score twice. 3-2 Atlanta. Go on. 5 1. <laughs> Orlando. <laughs> no. Imagine if we win. How many goals will Martinez score? Three. All right. Uh, 3 30 a.m. on Friday morning, sorry, Saturday morning, is uh, the LA Derby, LA Galaxy versus LAFC. I'll be done with soccer by then, so I won't <laughs> be watching this. Um, this is hard. It's this is one. really hard. Um, they're always high score. Well, always. There's been two. They're high scoring, though. You know what I'm going to do with this? We've had an LA Galaxy win. We've had a draw. Yeah. I think it's about time. I think LAFC, and I think it'll be... Because LA Galaxy haven't really been playing well. I don't see them coming back from that Sounders defeat. I think they'll score, because Ebro will probably play. I think you're going to say the same as me. Go on. I actually think it'd be 3 1 LAFC. I was going to say 3 1 LAFC as well. I agree with you. Uh, moving into Sunday morning, 12 o'clock, uh, well, midnight here in the UK. Philadelphia Union versus New England Revolution. Mm, tough. I think Philly will win again. I think it'd be 2 1. 1 0. To Philly? Yep. Uh, 1 a.m. The um, oh, what, What's this game called? The, uh, every... Oh, no, don't. Don't. We had it's issues, not didn't we? We had issues at the start it. of the season. Don't even go there. Can't um, please everyone. Right, call it whatever you want because we called it something. And Let's got... call it the uh, two Canadian teams play each other rivalry. Who aren't Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, Toronto FC versus Montreal Impact. I fancy Toronto at home in this one. Montreal 2-1. Oh, okay. I reckon Toronto will win 3-0. Wow. Half one. SKC versus Minnesota. SKC win for me. Uh, 
These two play each other every week, I swear. Um, I'm going to go 2-0 SKC. They're back. I think it'll be the same as the opening day. I think it'll be 3-2 to SKC. Uh, Colorado Rapids versus RSL. Do you remember when these played each other a few weeks ago and I said it was the the yeah. a banker game at RSL? Banker. Is there any game you wanted to bet on in, our, in MLS? RSL to win that game. It finished 2-2. Um, I'm going 2-0 RSL. Yeah, RSL haven't really won many away, but uh, I just can't see him losing against Colorado. I think it'd be 2 1. SJ versus Vancouver. I always get confused. San Jose Earthquakes versus Vancouver Whitecaps. 2 0 Vancouver. Not going for a Quakes win? No. We've come for a lot of away wins here. 3 0 Vancouver. Monday morning. Uh, I'll probably I'll probably watch this game, um, and then get some sleep ahead of going to Old Trafford, where I'll probably sleep anyway. Watching United. Part the bars. Part the bars. New York Red Bulls versus DC United. This has got some bite to it. This game. It's got a bit of history. This is a rivalry that's stemmed up. BWP versus Wayne Rooney. Yes. Uh, if that, if you, how funny I is know. it? If you said this to Years someone ago. who don't watch MLS, they'd be like, "All right, yeah, <laughs> Rooney." But yeah, I think New York Red Bulls. It'll be interesting to see how DC do away from home. They're smashing it at home. I think they'll lose away, but I think it'll be. Uh, I think it'll be three-two Red Bulls. Two-one Red Bulls. Last but not least, the... not not staying up for this. No, Cascadia, Portland v Seattle. Portland at home, can they get back on track, get another run going as we go into the playoffs? I'm going to say yes, and I'm going to say that they do it in style with a 3-0 victory. 2-1 Sounders. These are good predictions because uh, we have got a lot of differences in there, so one of us is going to win. Uh, Remember, if you want to get involved, you can DM us on Twitter, at MLSUKshow, with your predictions. You can also uh, message us on Facebook and like us as well just MLS UK show or Instagram let's do it let's get into rivalry week enjoy it wherever you're watching whether you're going to any games or whether you're watching on TV or whether you're an Orlando fan suffering like mm. me behind the pillows um, bring it on it's going to be hilarious isn't it it's just going to be funny yeah we've, we've our two I worked out the other day right so our strongest centre back pairing arguably would be uh, Spectre and Sané with I like playing Tarek at left back that that's happened once this season because of injuries and rotations and suspensions and mainly just injuries. But what a dreadful year! This this is just going to go terribly. But bring it on! It started off so well as well. So much promise. There's always next year. <laughs> it should be insane until they introduce relegation. Uh. Um, thanks very much for listening. As always, um, any questions, any comments, any abuse, if you want to call me uh, any rude names again, uh, <laughs> at MLS UK Show, uh, I'm at Elliot Holman, and he is annoyingly at Henry underscore underscore Hewitt. Don't forget mess. the two underscores. What a mess. Uh, thanks for listening. See you later. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.